0: everybody and no one can whoop him only last week i murdered a rock angela stone hospitalized a brick i'm so mean i make medicine sick Yo, yo, what's going on guys, it's your boy Chris coming at you with another episode to the Beautiful Struggle podcast and this is episode number 57 and this is your first time tuning in. This, this podcast is a personal development podcast and it's also a business podcast all in one and really my goal for this podcast is to empower the listeners to live the life that they truly deserve. So if that sounds like it's something interesting to you, feel free to subscribe. Uh, follow us on Instagram at beautiful struggle podcast. And yeah, with all that out the way, we have another guest on today, another guest on via zoom. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of information about my guests and we'll definitely dive into a lot more. Uh, my guest for today is a certified life and business coach. She's a brand strategist. Um, she's uh, an expert in the cleaning industry a serial entrepreneur and really i've been following you for a while now and you're just a beast and all-around beast um when it comes to entrepreneurship um it looks like she got an amazing story so i'm excited for you guys to hear this podcast episode michelle welch how you doing
1: i'm good and thank you thank you so much for having me it's an honor and um yeah so i do all of that and i'm (laughs) a mom i have two boys um and i i do like so many other different things that are like yeah, in many subcategories i just want i just i hustle it out and i execute that's really You're a what hustler.
0: i do you a hustler i love it so we'll, we'll definitely get into all that um uh, but what i'm really interested in is your your background your upbringing and really your journey to entrepreneurship so you can start there you can start you know in your early childhood or wherever you want to start
1: yeah for sure so um I, um, I'm 28 now, and I live in Orlando, Florida. Um, and so my parents, they had um, businesses growing up. I grew up in a daycare um, family. My mom had childcare facilities. Um, at one point, when we lived back up north, I'm from New Jersey, my parents had a cleaning company, and um, they also had a childcare facility up there. We moved down here when I was about six, so I've lived in Florida the majority of my life. And um, honestly, like, I had an amazing childhood. Um, what you would call, like, a, a golden spoon in my mouth type deal. Like, mm-hmm. my parents had money. Um, and they owned businesses. That's all I was in. All I saw was my mom and dad hustling, especially my mom. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she was the forefront of the business. And she, you know, was the smart the smart one. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like, my parents off rip. Like, that's what it was. They hustled. I saw them making money. My parents made a lot of money. Um, A lot of bad decisions because when you are brought up in a certain area or a certain place or when your parents, Mm -hmm. you know, my mom, she's uh, Polish and Puerto Rican and my abuela, she doesn't speak barely any English. And then, you know, my grandfather, he passed away, but my dad, he's African-American and he, you know, he's the oldest of eight and had to take care of his brothers and sisters. So Mm -hmm. the upbringing that they had didn't really empower them enough to know what to do with making large sums of money and having, you know, all those great financial assets and everything like that. So that was one thing that I, that was not passed on to me. So, you know, I saw the hustle, I saw the grit, I saw the work and I saw the intention behind it all. However, I didn't have the small life hacks of how important it is to maintain my credit and things like that. So my parents, they were the ones that kind of set the tone for me. I knew, very early on. I did not like school. Um, Mm. And the majority of my schooling was done in parochial school. So I was in Catholic school half my life and then I was in prep school the other half of my life. So um, and then I convinced my parents uh, in my senior year of high school to let me go to a public high school so I could experience prom Mm -hmm. and all those other different things. Um, But as far as that, you know, like I have an older brother. Out of the two of us, you would say that I'm the golden child. Um, and uh, I'm also the... I, yes, but we'll go inside for a second, okay? I'll be right there. I'm so sorry. But um. so, yeah. So I graduated high school in 2010. And after that, I wanted to go into the Air Force. That was really what my dream was because I wanted to travel. And back then, and I say back then because, like, I don't even realize sometimes that I'm, like, almost 30. And it was, like, so long ago. But back then... It was, it was different. Like the world was different. So it was just Mm -hmm. like, you got, if you wanted to travel, you go, you go to the military and they take care of everything. Mm -hmm. And then I found out I was pregnant. So that kind of like changed everything. And I had my first son at the age of 20. And from there, you know, it was, I had my son with my high school sweetheart. And we didn't work out. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a lot of after the baby came, it was a lot of domestic violence. It was a lot of fighting. It was it was very hard for me. Um, And so at that point, you know, I'm growing, going through life. And I hit a pinnacle of a pinnacle in my life where I was like, I have to do more. I have to be more. And then I found that I was like 18 weeks pregnant with my second son which my first son was like five. So now mm. I've had this big gap and I thought like I was really like free and clear of kids. And then the other one came and I was like, okay. you know what? Okay, God, I see
0: <laughs> But
1: I say all of that to say that if I didn't have my second son, we wouldn't be having this conversation. That is mm. really what made me like step my game up for everything. So after I had my second son, um, you know, I was out of an, out of of the relationship, you know, and in that, the relationship that I was in, it was so heavy that I depended on that, my partner at that time. So when we left, I had nothing to my name, nothing at all. So I had to literally rebuild my life with a newborn and a five-year-old. So I had my son on April 4th, 2017 on May 12th, 2017 i filed my llc for my cleaning company and then on uh, july 10th i quit my job and i haven't had a job since and from Mm. there i kind of just like hopped on it you know the cleaning industry back then three years ago when i decided to start the business it wasn't as saturated as it is now and i say saturated very lightly because i really don't feel like there's anything that is saturated it's just there's a lot in one area so i um My cleaning company at the time was called Queen Cleaning Concepts. And I was like the queen of clean, you know? And like, literally, that's what people address Mm -hmm. me as. And it was to the point where- In Florida, right? Yeah, I'm in Florida. So um, it was to the point where, you know, if someone was on Facebook or somewhere and they were like, who do you recommend? Even people that didn't, that never used my services, they were recommending me. I mean, for the longest time, my company was running off of just straight referrals. I didn't need to do anything else. And it was because- I made sure people knew what I was doing. I made sure I was in people's face 24 seven. Like I was always on live. I was always hmm. pushing, you know, my story. I was pushing, you know, like I'm a single mom. I was in this situation. I lost everything, but look at where I'm at now. And, mm-hmm. you know, come going back to now, that was, you know, three and a half years ago. Now I have a enterprise level cleaning company where I clean call centers and strip clubs and restaurants mm-hmm. and everything. Not only that, but I also train other people that have cleaning companies, how to do the same, how to scale, how to become visible, the importance of, you know, being valuable to your client. I teach people everything that I didn't know. So, and for me, like coaching, that is somewhere where my heart is because I love to educate, I love Mm -hmm. to teach. And I think the biggest part for me was that I didn't have the support that I needed when I initially started my entrepreneurial journey, I didn't have anybody. There wasn't really, you know, nowadays, there's so many support groups. There's so many different outlets that you can go to, but that just wasn't, it wasn't there back then. And it wasn't, it was because I think that entrepreneurship was more or less frowned upon. Like, no, you have to have a job. You have to have stability. And I literally like being a statistic and all a single mother, you know, having two kids at 25, you know, and I broke that narrative and now Mm -hmm. you know to be able to sit here and say well i i run five different businesses i you know have amazing relationships with all these different types of people you know i inspire people people look up to me and i've built a brand off of my authenticity and with wanting to help others genuinely and that's just what it is for me it doesn't it doesn't really matter and i provide i don't provide as much value as i want to right now because i'm in like such a Mm -hmm. busy season with covid it's like COVID's ending, but it's still here, but people Mm -hmm. don't care anymore. So it's kind of like a really weird space where everyone's like, I want to invest now. So it's like, we have to kind of pick the less of two evils. Like, am I going to stay on social media and blasting everything? Or am I going to take care of the people that right now need the assistance? So, you know, all in all, being a business owner and sticking to it and not like the facade of what people want to make it seem like it is, or, you know, what the, Goals, like I, I really feel like when it comes to being a business owner and being an entrepreneur, like there has to be a level of seriousness. I feel like there has to be a lot of intention because this is not something that's easy. I know, I, mm. I know a lot of people make it look simple but there has been blood sweat tears i've taken mm-hmm. th- like 13,000 dollar losses i've taken so many losses i've won tremendously however you like have to be built with a different type of like belief in yourself and mm-hmm. one thing that i i like i stress to people is to follow your own dream and vision you know we get so caught up in wanting other people to validate what we feel we should be doing for ourselves is that if, if, if I ask you, Hey, do you like this logo or do you like what I got going on? And you're like, no, you know, it's not really my vibe. That's going to shoot me down and make me feel some type of way. And then there goes my whole idea out the window because I'm concerned about how you feel. And you're not Mm. even in my target audience. You're not even someone that would even book my service or you're not even someone that would even go down that road. So it's like, I feel like we need to, kind of like take our mind off of what everyone else is doing and this pandemic has hyphened everyone feeling like if they're not doing everything then they're doing nothing. And we have to change the narrative for ourselves. We have to understand what it what do we believe success is. What do we believe freedom is? What do we what does that look like to us? And when you ask somebody that, it looks different to everyone because to mm-hmm. you success may be having, you know, uh, AP bust down, and to me success is being able to be able to cook dinner for my kids. You know, it's it all really just depends on your mm-hmm. perception of what it is. And when you can break free from what everybody else is doing and what what's going on around you and really focus in on the impact that you're supposed to make and what you're supposed to provide for others. Then I think the weird narrative that like entrepreneurship is just this great game and you're just going to make millions and be on a yacht every weekend. I think that'll change the narrative a whole lot. And it'll put a lot more intention behind people that are out here that are wanting to be gurus in something, or they're wanting to spread knowledge with it coming from not a place of like salesy and I want your money and I need it now, to more of I'm trying to help you because if you're growing, I'm growing. Because if someone else is growing and they can let somebody else know that I've assisted them, that's like an each, each one teach one. It goes back and forth. And like, G shit, like from the time that I've started my journey in 2017 to now, like, I never wanted to be like a person of influence. It was never of that for me. For me, it was to find a career choice for myself that would benefit me benefit my what I perceive success and freedom as and as well as like being there for my kids because the fact is is that being a single mom obviously you know the household heavily depends on me and it's just like I can't be an effective mother and an effective provider and teach these boys the ways of life that I'm able to do if I'm locked down to doing tons of different things that are not intentional. Mm. So it's just, you, you have to kind of draw back in and really understand like, why are you doing this? Like, Mm. what is your why? Because there were so many times where I was running the cleaning company without the right why. And I was in downtown partying it up, popping bottles, living my life. And then the next day, not like, why did I spend this money? Like, Mm. am I working this hard to do what? You know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. I, it, it all has to. It all goes back to you know what it is you truly want out of life, what it is that you want to do. I'm a like I am a spontaneous person. I like to do what I want to do when I like to do it. I don't like being told what to do. So having a job is just not an option. I mean, when I had a job, I got on FMLA and I never went to work. So it was just like, mm-hmm. why am I even here? So it's when I really understood like what my purpose was. Because yeah, I love my cleaning company. It's changed my life like drastically. However, I realized more that my purpose is of teaching, is teaching other people the things that I didn't know, but the things I know now, different trends in the industry and all of that for them to be able to grow and teach. And I've been mentoring, you know, cleaning clients now for almost a year. And one of my first clients, she had she's hit six figures. And now she's Mm. trending at 22K months. And it's like the fact that I'm able to obtain enough knowledge for self and disperse that out to other people and not and feel confident that they're going to be able to utilize the tools that I give them to make more money and to to give themselves a better life. I'm winning in that aspect. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm fulfilled. And, you know, I believe I'm very spiritual and I believe in God. And I know that, like, when I'm blessing others and I'm doing for others and I'm putting out for others, it all comes back to me like and it's never a question it's always provided for so it's just having that certainty within myself and you know like I said um, when we first started like my parents they laid a solid foundation of the hustle like they gave me the book they showed me all all the work all the game and it was up to me to apply it to my everyday life and to continue to learn and to continue to grow and to understand that if I didn't take that $13,000 loss or if I didn't try to open up this business or if I didn't try to do these things that I wouldn't have gained any knowledge or any sense of what I really wanted mm-hmm. to do. I mean, at this point, I own a tax office. I have a a um, a consult a business consulting agency and coaching agency. I have a women's nonprofit network called the Mompreneur Network um, where we're like a resource hub for women and mothers that need support, encouragement, resources, whatever the case may be. Um, I also own a catering company. Um, I manage businesses. I create brands. And I'm about to mm-hmm. become a partner in, a, in um, weave hair, mm-hmm. a hairline. So it's like, and then I have two more other projects that are coming up too. So it's like, I'm always going and I'm always doing different things because in different seasons, my businesses all run differently. So it's like in one season, if, if in the tax season, obviously, you know, that's the beginning of the year, that's when you get those checks. It's like, that takes care of me for three months, that three months takes care of me for the whole year. So then I'm able to run everything else throughout the year without feeling pressure and stress. So it's like, I set myself up in a certain way to know, like, even if I'm not making the amount of money I want to make from this, I'm making a check off of something. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I think sometimes serial entrepreneurship gets like a bad rap because people are like, well, how are you focusing? What are you doing? and it's like i've mastered time management i'm Mm -hmm. able to be a mom i'm able to teach i'm able to coach i'm able to i still run a whole cleaning company you know what i'm saying i still do all these different things and i'm able to do that because i understand where my time is going i understand and i'm very it's intentional about what i do about who i speak with about the things that i do because it's like we're at a point now and i think this pandemic kind of like shed the light on it for me where we don't need to keep having meetings about meetings about money. If you want to mm-hmm. work, if we going to get this work, then we're going to do it now. And if you, if we're going to put the bread on the table, like, let's go. So I'm, I'm just at a point where we, we're operating at a higher frequency. We have to be mm-hmm. putting out. We got to keep going. And it's just like there's no room to be stagnant at this time. So, I mean, it's just the resilience behind it all yeah. and yeah. just really like you have to push through, you have to understand, you have to have self-discipline. Like, because every day we don't, you, you don't get up every day feeling motivated. You don't get up every day wanting, you know, to record the podcast or wanting to, you know, create content for the po- You don't want to do that and it's, and it's okay. But it's just like, what is the factor that is going to be in your mind to say, you know what? Like, if I don't do this, nothing is going to progress forward. You know, and mm-hmm. I think the most beautiful thing about the hustle is that it doesn't give you anything that you don't work for. So it's just like when you see all of the fruits of your labor and you see everything you have, when you know you've gotten it out the mud and you know you're putting in that yep. work and you know you're hustling, it's like you no, know, it doesn't matter what anyone says because like you wouldn't have it if you didn't put in the work for it. And so that's why coming into into year three and a half of literally generating my own income and being able to take care of my kids and just being able to be a light to others and to guide people like it's a blessing, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I don't see myself like stopping anytime soon. Like it's like, it's about to be like on a whole nother level. Like the top of the year I'm opening up a business center and like, I'm just, I want people, to be business owners, like people need to understand like the corporate world is, I I get it, it's for some people. Obviously we need corporate jobs to, to keep the economy going in certain aspects, but own a business. You need to own something, you need to have a product, you need to have something and i feel like if there's more resources for people to be able to get get their hands on someone that knows how to create digital products or get their hands on someone that knows how to create a shopify store and it's not charging them an arm and a leg and it's someone that's really pouring into them i want to create that i want to create that environment so it's just for me like my mind it just fits fire it it's fit oh there we are it's fit fires and it's like I have to sometimes like stop myself because I'm like
0: Michelle. Like, can we? No, finish? you're good. You're good. You're good. So, okay, I'm just gonna say you, I'll let you be the host of the podcast because you're just going. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that, that was no, it, no. It's it's all good. I, I can talk as well, but I'm gonna let you go. But um, no, that that was amazing. I, I have a tremendous respect for tr- single moms because I was raised most of my life by a single mother, Puerto Rican mom as well. Um, so I have tremendous respect for you and what you do. I did want to back it up a little bit yeah, and ask about, and ask about uh, the fear aspect because a lot of people, um, transitioning from the cor- corporate world to, to entrepreneurship or just trying to jump into entrepreneurship to sell that product, that service. Um, there's, there's fear behind it. A lot of the time that's, what's holding them back. You, um, I think you said at the age of 25, you had two kids yeah your two cents so what what made you jump from corporate to entrepreneurship what two kids I mean that's something that majority of the people 99% of the people out there would never do Um, there's a lot of uncertainties I know that maybe it has something to do with seeing your parents um, hustle and go through it but I'm curious what was that jump what made you go to that next level
1: for me, it was, I rem- and I remember it vividly, like the day that I was like, I was like, fuck this shit, I can't do it. Like it was mm-hmm. a Tuesday and I was getting ready to go to work. And at the time I had worked at Spectrum, I was a business acquisitions manager and I was breastfeeding my son and my youngest son was a preemie. So he was a lot mm-hmm. smaller, like he needed a lot more attention. And obviously, you know, like I had my parents to help me. But having a baby at the age of 20 to having a baby at the age of 25, it's uh, it's two completely different Michelles, completely oh, yeah. on a different level of maturity. So when I had Trevor, it was like an awakening. It was crazy. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. I felt like the, the woman was put in mm-hmm. me at that point. And mm-hmm. I just bawled my eyes. Out. I was like, I can't, I cannot leave my kids anymore. Like I can't wow. do it. And knowing that like I didn't have a spouse or their father to really be there or to help in any capacity it was like so I'm I'm leaving my kids for eight hours a day to go to a job to take care of them to be away from them to only to miss everything I missed all my first son's first walk first crawl like and that killed me that broke my heart because it's like I'm working to provide for you, but yet you're growing and I, I don't get to see any of it. And that's not fair. Like you're robbing me of my baby. Mm. And you know, it sounds so dramatic, but it's just like, it, mm. it messes as a mother, it messes with you because it's like, you would think like, if I'm not there, your dad's there, but they didn't have that. Mm. So it was like, right. I had to be there. And I was like, listen, if I could, if, if I could see my mom and my parents were, were bringing in like 60, 70,000 a month, if I could see my mm. parents doing that, like yeah. i could do that like i can make money and and honestly like for me i'm a risk taker like i'm a trap queen take risk and prosper like that's just what it is so i was like you know what what's the worst that's gonna happen i'm gonna jump out i'm gonna try this cleaning company out. i'm gonna go as hard as i can because listen i i can't tell my kids that i can't pay rent i can't tell my kids mm-hmm. that we can't eat this month so it was that That in any fear that i had knowing that I would never let my kids go without was what sets set it apart for me. Cause I was like, cause you know, I had, I, at first I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to wait until, you know, I have a little bit more under my belt, a little bit more contracts. But then I was like me staying at this job is hindering me from growing my mm. business. That is going to give me the freedom to be with my kids. And at that point it was a done deal. I was like, the worst that's going to happen is it doesn't work and I'll have to go get a job. That's the worst that's going to mm. happen. But am right. I going to let that happen? No. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: I love how earlier you you spoke about um uh defining what success is for for each individual. Like you said, for some people it might be a bust down AP, it could be um being able to cook for your kids on your terms. And I think that's that's tremendous and it's something that my wife and I talk about all the time where um we we just want to be there for our kids, you know, we want to be able to go to their basketball games, pick them up from school take them out of school take them to Disneyland we're out right here in LA so take them to Disneyland whatever we want to be able to do that on our term so that's something that we see like we see that as a success you know that's that's yeah. tremendous to us you know what I'm saying yeah for sure so on your on your Instagram account you you're you label yourself as a productivity coach um, yes. man I, I'm wondering how you got to this level with two kids two boys um, entrepreneurship how that's a lot of a lot of people have questions about, you know, being productive. Um, how, how did you get to that level?
1: It was a lot of trial and error. You know, mm-hmm. I it's a lot of throwing the, the phrase throwing the spaghetti at the wall and watching what sticks. And when I realized that certain things that I was doing, I wasn't yielding the best results then i started to look more like what am i doing that's hindering me from getting to the ultimate growth that i want like because i'm a very big person like you'll hear me say intention a million times a day i'm intentional Mm -hmm. about everything because it's like if i if i have to run all of these different businesses i have to be a mom and now i'm also a teacher a third grade teacher so Mm -hmm. if i have to do all these things how am i going to be the most effective and still be productive and you go back to it and it's just like time management. If you can master your minutes, you can master millions. If I can tell you what I did with my 24 hour day, hour by hour, 30 minute increment to 15 minute increment, I am now accounting for myself. I'm holding myself accountable to say, you know what? I was supposed to get this, 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 and this done. And I'm giving myself this and this amount of time. And I'm gonna set a timer and I'm gonna turn my phone off. And it's being disciplined with myself, teaching myself that, you know what? Me taking this 15 minutes and sitting down and doing this little minimal task is better than me sitting on the phone and scrolling on Instagram. Like, I gotta Mm -hmm. get stuff done. So, I started researching like time management skills. Like, what does that look like? And I bumped into day theming and I bumped into time blocking and I bumped into single tasking. And I found all these crazy terms. And I'm like, what does this stuff mean? So, I started, before I even started putting it out there, like what it was, what time management is and being a productivity coach, I tried all of everything on myself and people around me in my circle. And when they started utilizing time blocking and day theming and, you know, I, I made up a couple different methods that you can use with like posted notes on how to task your day out. Like when they started like really planning their day and putting everything in their planner. And I don't just mean like putting in your planner that you got to go to the dentist and go to the grocery store. I'm talking about being intentional about your planner, planning your lunch, planning self care in the middle of the day, planning a walk, planning, planning your priorities we can't just plan our distractions we have to plan everything that's how we understand where our minutes are going so once you really understand how much time you're wasting because that's what i do i call people out to let them know like listen you tell me that you're doing this and this and this with your day but why is it that you're overworked working 60 to 80 hour work weeks when you could be doing a 40 hour work week like a normal person yielding 80 hour results Mm. you know i'm i push High productivity equals high profits. Why? Because if you could take four hours and you know that you're gonna create content that is going to be clickable, it's gonna be give you your return if you run Facebook ads or whatever, if you're able to put that time in and take care of what you gotta do, you know you're gonna see a return on investment. You know that. And the return on investment with time is money. So it's like mm. if you're if you know where your time is going, if you are delegating your time and you're not taking on tasks that are, you know, I hate to say it this way, but beneath you, delegate. Delegate things mm. out. And as a business owner, the number one thing that I can say is as much as you want to do everything, you can't. You're not supposed to. It's not meant to be that way. You are supposed to have a team. You're supposed to delegate tasks. You are supposed to handle the things of with priority and Priority items mean that if you write down a list of things, if that thing has to get taken care of today, deadline, that's it. That's what you do first. Everything else has to wait. And it's like, we don't understand as humans sometimes what our priorities truly are. Because I know, for example, I know that if I have a quote due that I need to set submit to client, you know, by five o'clock, sometimes it'll be 430 and I'll be like, oh my God, it'll be 445. Mm-hmm. And then it's like 4.55 and I'm like rushing to get my computer to do it. And it's just like, that was a priority that should have been done. I'm not on schedule. I'm not doing something right. So it has a lot to do with the discipline. It has a lot to do with understanding where your time is going. And it has a lot to do with how organized you are. If you're not organized, time management, nothing will work for you. Because you're, you're living in chaos. A lot of times they say that the inside of your brain, the reflection of that is what your outside looks like. What does your home look like? What does your car look like? Hmm. And within the cleaning industry, the biggest thing that I do, and I'm gonna correlate the two in a second, is I teach people why it's important to have a clean, organized space. So I'll go on Tip Tuesday and I'll go on Facebook Live or I'll go on Instagram Live and I'll start talking about why it's important to declutter your space, why it's important to have a clean home, why is it important for your employees to have a clean work environment? I talk about those things because people, they don't understand mentally what it does for you. Mentally understanding where your time is going, it gives away, it takes away your anxiety. We have anxiety when it comes to to tasking in our business because we see that we have such a large pile of things. And instead of grabbing the things out that we essentially can get done within the first five minutes and then tasking according to priority. We're trying to do everything at one time and then we're multitasking. And at that point we're burning our brain out. So we're really only getting Mm. like little chunks and pieces of different tasks done and we're not really getting anything done. We're not Mm -hmm. executing. So what I've learned for myself and what I'm teaching people because I, I created an entire course around everything I'm talking about is the importance of understanding where your minutes are going day theming, time blocking, and how to goal set, how to milestone set, how to understand how you, like, let's say, for example, you want to start making 20K a month in your business. You got to build milestones. You got to build healthy habits and healthy routines. Mm. You can't expect to yield a 20K a month if you're not even waking up until noon and you're not eating, mm. you're not being, productive. you're not doing anything. So it's like everything kind of correlates with one another and it all brings it back to time management. Like it, that's what it all is. Mm. It's all about. So it's just, being able to to learn the, the new techniques of it and then applying it myself and seeing that it works. That's how I've been able to do it. And it's like, if it's not in my planner, I don't, I don't hear it. I don't see it. I don't worry about it. So it's like, when you mm. texted me earlier, I was like, yeah, I know I have something yeah. on my plate and it popped up and I was like, see, okay, I got <laughs> something going on. So it's just like, for me, I've programmed myself to operate that way because so many times, like I'm a person where someone will be like, Michelle, I need you right now to do this, this and this. And I'll be like, okay, I'll get it done. No, I don't do that anymore. Mm. It's I'm not a yes man. Like it's no. I you'll hear no from me more than you'll hear yes because it's like I have to think: Is this gonna fit into my schedule currently? Okay, no. If it doesn't, all right, will it fit into this day? No, because I will not rearrange my self care. I will not rearrange the time I spend with my children. I will not rearrange the time that I have with my girlfriend. There are certain non-negotiables, and mm. it hasn't always been this way. However, growing in business and becoming you know, growing, leveling up, leveling up, you start to understand the importance of having that time with family, having that time with yourself, having that time away from the phone, all of those different things. You start to understand it far more and it's better for you because how are you going to be out here inspiring, helping, doing whatever it is that you do, what makes you unique, whatever business you're running, how are you supposed to do that at your 100% capacity if you're empty? you can't. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, like, you can't be focused and famished. You got to eat, you got to take care of yourself. So it's so many different things that break down into being an entrepreneur and being a business owner and getting that fear out. And all, it's just like it all correlates. So get rid of the anxiety. You know how you do that? You, you know how you get rid of fear? Being certain of what you're doing, planning mm-hmm. your stuff out, because when you have a plan there, you already know which direction you're going in. Imagine trying me trying to drive to you to L.A., with no map quest or no map, what am I supposed to do? I'm gonna be like, yo, he wants me to come do this podcast over in LA. I don't even know how to get there. I don't know. No, I'm going to give myself anxiety. But if I plug you into my map and it gives me turn by turn directions on where I'm going, there's no need to have anxiety Mm -hmm. because if something pops up, it's planned out, it'll reroute me. And it's the same way in life. If you have a plan, even if you get rerouted, at least you know where you're going.
0: Hmm. I love that. I love how you spoke about um, like burnout, mental burnout. Um, I know back when I was working retail, something that I would do uh, because I would have to, you know, wake up early, go to my job and then get out of my job and then work on my business on the side and like doing that consistently you can become mentally burned out. So something that I would personally do is I would have everything ready the night before, whether it's my lunch, Mm -hmm. my, my work outfit, like everything because when i woke up in the morning i didn't want to have to think about these little things i just wanted to just like you know just go with the flow and then i wanted to use my brain capacity once i got home to work on my actual business a lot of times when people get home by when they get home by five o'clock they're mentally burnt out they don't have the energy to do anything else and me i wanted to position myself to to where um i wasn't thinking too much and i was just you know going with the flow throughout the day um Something I wanted to ask you about, do you believe like in multitasking? No. Hmm. Talk about I used, it. I I know, I, I, used I, to, I know but the I don't ladies you, you know the ladies they love to say and I'm not, you know, um, they say women are better at multitasking than men, but I want to know from your your perspective.
1: So, we are. I I, I will say mm-hmm. that. I do now the I thing agree. is I do I do multitask and do I I don't encourage it. I I think that multitasking it wastes your time because you're multitasking and it's like, what are you really getting done? You're not really getting anything done. Because let's say, for example, you start writing, you start creating content. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, I also got to send this email. Now you stop midway of Mm. creating your content to go do your email, then the kids are setting the house on fire. Now you got to go put out a fire. Now you've started creating content. Now you've started an email. That's three tasks that are open right now. Okay, so the house is now not on fire anymore. So now you're back to content creating. You still forgot about that email. Now someone calls you and they schedule a consultation. So now you have half your content done, half an email done, and now you're on a consultation call. Now you're having to to, to take what that person is saying, everything they're saying, and spitfire it back to them and give them their solution. And then now so now they book with you. So now they now you gotta send them their, their coaching homework and their other stuff. So now not only do you gotta handle a new client, onboard that client. Now you also have content creation that's halfway done. Now you have an email that's halfway done. Now the kids got to eat dinner. And then now wifey gets home and she got to eat dinner too. Now I have wow. all these different things open and damn, I done forgot to post at 10 o'clock on the gram now. And I forgot to do this and that. So it's like, why am I doing all these things when I can say, you know what, from nine fifteen to nine I'm answering emails. I'm not touching my emails again until three o'clock in the afternoon. Then from, from 10, 15 to 1045. I'm working on content for this one specific business, I need to create six pieces of content that I can run ads on. Okay, cool. That'll take me 45 minutes. All right, then I'm gonna take a 15 minute break. I'm gonna get some water. I'm gonna sit outside. I'm gonna stretch a little bit. All right, then I'm gonna get back to work. And I'm gonna start doing some cold calling and calling some clients got to hit 50 people a day. So I got to start getting on that. I'll do that for about an hour. Then I'll stop that. Then I'll go and check my email, then I'll stop that. So that's what I mean. I single task it out. Because I know, I'm a person of execution, multitasking. I'll do it when it's absolutely necessary. And I do complete all my tasks when I multitask, but it's because like, before I learned how to properly time manage multitasking is all I ever did. So it was like, I was able to execute because I have a lot of self, like my self discipline is unmatched. Like I don't care if Mm. I got the Rona, the flute or whatever, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna work and I'm gonna do what I gotta do because I know what it is to have nothing. And And it's sad for me, I say, it's sad sometimes to operate from that place of fear of going back to where you've come from. But it's just like from growing up to having a golden spoon in your mouth to then seeing what it's like to have nothing to then being back on top and then getting it taken away. It's like the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. It it makes you stay on your toes just a little bit, a little bit more. So,
0: right. I wanted to ask, how do you. So, I mean, I, I think I already know your answer, but I wanted to ask. How do you deal with the days that you wake up and you don't feel like, you know, doing certain things? Obviously, with your kids, those are some things that you have to take care of. But I've heard personally people say, if I feel like I don't and these are from this, these are answers from business owners. If I don't feel like working today, then I'm just going to shut it down and not work. You know, maybe yeah. um, I've heard from people like, hey, if I only have 50 percent today, I'm going to give 100 percent of that 50 percent. Um so so, what are some of the things that you would suggest? What do you do? I'm super curious. Or, or are you just like an animal where you just, you have no choice. You got to get it done.
1: Well, see, I used to be an animal and had no choice <laughs> and I could get it done. But it's like when you work hard and you are, you know, you like, it's like, a, it's a, I can't even like articulate it. It's the hustle to me. Like it, I could cry talking about it. It's like, I love it. It It, give, it makes me happy. Mm. So if you like, you know, people have, everybody has their vice. My vice is business. My vice, cause it's something I know so well. I'm so well versed in it that it gives me like that oomph. Like I I get excited just talking about it. So it's like, for me, I used to be that beast. That's like, you know what? I can sleep when I'm dead, blah, blah. No, Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. no. I need my sleep. I need to relax. And if I wake up and I've worked to the point to where if I wake up one day and I'm like, you know what? It's not my day. I could take the day off. I don't I don't have to work because I've, I have an admin. I have systems in place. I have automation. Yeah. And d- can, I, d- can I do this two years ago? No, hell no. I would never be able to take a break from my business. But now if I don't feel like doing something, I don't do it. And I don't mm-hmm. and I'm more intentional that way because you're not going to get the best product from me if I'm doing it at a time that I'm not capable. And a lot of people fail to realize that like entrepreneurship has a carries a different type of like anxiety and depression. It it, it Mm. really does because one day you can make five bands the next day, you can make nothing the next week. You can make $50. Like it's so up and down and it's just so unpredictable that it makes you, it, it really gets you because then you're like, okay, well, if you're having an off week, you're like, Oh my gosh, like, what did I not do? What you start questioning yourself, and it's not even that. It ha- it's, it it may not even be anything you're doing. It just means you know you gotta just keep being consistent. You gotta keep going, and even in the moments that you know, like if I wake up and um and I'm not feeling it, you know, I'll try. You know, I'll take a shower. I'll you know I, I, I'm I'm a big believer in like vitamin D like helps you. So I'll sit in the sun for a little bit. You know, I'll meditate. I, I'll pray. And I'll mm-hmm. try to get something done. I never try to like, I never shut down all the way because I don't want my body to get used to mm-hmm. me like doing that, to giving in mm-hmm. because it's, it's like, yeah, I can rest, but I'll rest for like four hours where I'm just like lounging, watching TV with the boys. But then I'm like, you know what? I need to get at least two hours of something done today. Mm-hmm. And that's how I play it. You know, before, no, I, I would never take a, I would never take a break. I I wouldn't because I would just be like, you know what? I got to hustle. I got to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to have that mentality. However, you also have to understand how important it is to rest because, Mm -hmm. and it's not resting just physically, the mental rest, because Mm -hmm. talking to people all day. And like I I mentioned earlier quickly, I talk to at least 50 people a day about business, Mm -hmm. about, you know, my cleaning company business. Like, because that's my bread and that's really my bread and butter. So having to, t- and whether that be on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, talking, emailing, whatever, I'm talking to 50 people a day because visibility is the lifeline in your business. If you don't know who I am and what I'm doing, why would you book my services? So I'm going to let you know who I am. I'm going to show you what I'm doing and you're going to book my services because it's in your face mm-hmm. and you're, it's going to be in your face until you utilize it. So it's just like, That having that mentality is what's like pushes me a little bit more. And it gives me my own type of self encouragement. Like, did you talk to your 50 people today? Like I'll tell myself Mm. that. Did you talk to your 50 people today? Because if I don't do anything else, I'll talk to my 50 people and then I'll do what I got to do and I'll relax. But if I don't do that, then there is no, because that's what's going to, that's the lifeline behind the business, the visibility, the value adding Mm. to people. If they don't know who I am, why would they book my services?
0: Hmm. Amazing. I have a couple more questions. I know it's getting dark over there. No, you're um, fine. It
1: just it's it's not late or anything. I'm sorry. If you need okay, me to go okay. in the light, I'll go inside. I'll go
0: inside. No, no, you're good. You're good. Um, I was curious. How has COVID affected your business? How have like what are some things that you had to kind of pivot and transition to, or, or maybe it hasn't affected your business at, at at all?
1: Um, I wish it didn't affect my business, but it did. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. so with my cleaning company. We do um, like event cleanups. Um, so we have like uh, we work with like the radio station when they throw like concerts and I keep I have maintenance teams on deck, you know, to clean up and, and take care of that. Um, there's a lot of like festivals that get thrown over here in Florida. Um, mm-hmm. There was like a Caribbean fe- Betty festival that was mm-hmm. coming and we needed like 15 people for like 16 hours. Like it was great. We have great festivals and stuff coming up to do maintenance. And when the governor decided to make the announcement that um, they were shutting everything down, it makes me like want to cry because it was such Mm. a horrible moment. I literally Mm. lost like 16 grand in like 30 minutes Mm. and Mm. to lose that kind of money and like, like, and it wasn't that I I lost, like, it was just, you know, the natural whatever with COVID, but to know that that amount of money was like a stretch out between a couple mm. of months that I had, you know, ready for workers and everything like that was opportunity that was gone. You know, there was mm. now people that wouldn't be able to feed their family with what I was providing mm. for them. And to be an employer, you know, there's a difference between being an entrepreneur, a business owner, and being someone that has employees. When you got people Absolutely. depending on you, like people depend on me. Like I cut a check. Like, I hope you pay your bill. Like, that's what it is. Like it's a different hurt it's a different hurt to lose. And I pivoted as much as I could, but then I also, Mm. Oh, my bad. I also had to Mm -hmm. realize that, you know, the natural course of what happens in the world can't fall on the weight of my shoulders. And Mm. there's only so much I can do. So thank God, you know, like my books are in order and everything because I got PPE and I got the SBA. So I was able to really utilize Mm. what the government was doing for us because You know my taxes are my tax stuff is in order my business things were in order everything was good so i'm thankful for that but it also made me realize a lot of stuff within business it also gave me the time to reset it gave me the time to reestablish a brand identity and really see where i wanted to take things and what next level i was going to do so as horrible as covid may be and as bad as it was and as horrible as it hit me in a sense i'm thankful i'm grateful for it because I birthed the productivity coach. I was Mm. able to birth my next nonprofit that I'm starting. It was so many different things that self-development that I was able to do for me to really understand, like, how am I going to start running my businesses moving forward? What, what policies, procedures, and things do I need to change? It gave me a second to really look inside of my business because sometimes I think we get caught up as business owners. We work so heavily in the business that we don't get to work on the business. And right, that right. was for me, like having that time That's was good. what said it was like what changed everything. And now, like, I'm back to my six figure cleaning company. Like, I'm mm-hmm. back to that. So, that mm-hmm. L I took opened me up to like so much more mm-hmm. opportunity because I was able to sit with myself and really generate better strategies, better. Pro- I was able to educate myself more. I was able to take courses and I was able to get recertified in certain things. And I was able to pour into Michelle and really kind of become. One again with what it is that I wanted to put out for the world and for what I want everyone mm.
0: to get from me. Absolutely, and, and you're getting you're getting a little dark. Uh, oh. You might have to go in light a little bit. Yeah, but um, what I wanted no, you get what I wanted to say was, um, you know, I, I think uh, I appreciate you being I appreciate you being transparent, um, and I love how you bounce back. Um, and I always I always say like, look, since this pandemic started, I really think it's it's how you looked at it you know are you gonna are you gonna say 2020 was a huge fail it was a pandemic you know i'm just throwing it out the window we need to start all over or are you gonna say hey i'm gonna figure out a way to bounce back i'm gonna figure out a way um to end this on a good note and, and finish strong you know um people are saying a, a recession is coming yeah a recession might be coming but it doesn't have to come to you it doesn't have to come exactly to us. you know what i'm saying
1: and, and so, uh, I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. I mean, I like millionaires were birthed out of this pandemic. I mean, yeah. like people yes. were so scared, but people were spending money. People are still spending a lot of money. Yeah. And you know what? There's so much money to be made. And I think that if we get away from the fear that there's a recession or a fear that there's no money or a fear of trying to depend on the government, like there's so many different ways to get out there and get a check. There's like, mm-hmm. when I tell you I've uncovered so many more avenues that I can go down, it's like a rabbit hole. So mm-hmm. there's opportunity. You just have to really want it for yourself.
0: Absolutely. So um, do you want to talk a little bit more about the the network that you created on, on social media for mothers?
1: Yeah, definitely. So the Mompreneur Network, um, I got the name obviously because I'm a mom and I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was created because i was like you know what like when i first started i didn't like once again there was no mentors and people Mm -hmm. and resources so i was like i'm gonna be the resource and there was a i decided to open it at a time where like women empowerment was like at an all-time high there was all these brunches and all these different things and i was going to these brunches and i was going to these places and i was feeling so unfulfilled i felt worse going to these places then when I, when I got there And it was because I'm paying like 60 or $70 For a ticket to eat brunch With these women that are supposed to be like These successful, you know, whatever And I'm feeling good But then like a day later I'm like Okay, but what do I do now? Like mm. what's next, you know? So they're sell- they're not, some Not all of them are bad But some of them are selling people on a dream That, you know, you're going to come mm. We're going to pray We're going to do this We're a girl tribe, sis Yeah, yeah, rah, rah But like Y'all don't care. You you got my ticket. You got me to purchase into whatever it is you wanted me to buy. And there was no follow-up. There was no, do you need help with this vision that you're trying to, you know, do? So that's what I wanted to create. I'm not here to empower you. Like, yeah, like, you're great. You could do this. But I'm here to be really realistic with you like you can tell me your goals and dreams and i can help you get there but are you gonna do what you need to do to get to the next level and that doesn't include me selling a 75 dollar brunch ticket to make you feel good about yourself that's me showing you like you know what you want the resources you want to open this business you want to do this here is a here is a handbook on how to do it are you going to go out and fish are you going to do it for yourself and not only that i'm going to hold you accountable So now it's not only me, it's a tribe of other women that look just like you that have the same Mm -hmm. ultimate goal in mind, which is to have freedom and success and whatever that definition means for them. But it's to take out that narrative that we have to be spending all this money and investing in all these things that don't serve us any good and really just being a resource. So one thing that that we did or that we still do um, is – one of someone hit me up like a couple of months ago, and um, her daughter was having a baby, and she had nothing for the for the little girl. Like she was literally at the mm. hospital; they wouldn't let them leave because she didn't have a car seat, she didn't have anything. So within like forty eight hours, the network I was able to get a car seat. I was able to donate up to six mm. about six months worth of clothes, wow. diapers, all of that because wow. of the relationships that I've built with people in the city and for the people that support me. So it's like utilizing my platform in a way that is going to be beneficial to others to be a resource because it pays nothing for me to be able to use my voice that I've built to be powerful to make a change in someone's life. So now this girl that was so helpless or whatever the case, how her mom painted it to be, now she doesn't need to be that way. She doesn't need to feel that way. She doesn't need to feel like she's not being able to give her daughter anything. So it's just it's a it's a different outlook on what women empowerment was supposed to be and that's what we do, we encourage and like for the one year anniversary our one year anniversary last year I gave away like three different $250 mm-hmm. grants, you know, for women that wanted to put I wanted I want women to do business the right way. I want them that if a pandemic happens, if something happens and the government offers support, women to be able to say, I have my entity set up correctly so I can get that support and I don't have to pay it back because my books are in order. So it's providing resources that are gonna allow women to elevate themselves. So me being able to to give out money, you know, go start that business bank account, get your Mm -hmm. business registered the right way, get the information you need, take that course, do what you gotta do. And even if it's off the dime off of me, at least I know that you're going to better yourself because once again, the universe, the way it works, it's tenfold. Mm. So that's why I created the network and it's still standing and it still runs and it's still operating. And, you know, I was so mad when the pandemic hit because the agenda that we had for the moms and for the women, like Mm. I was redefining what women events were going to be. There was going to be childcare attached to it. So there is no excuse that a woman cannot come out and get what she needs to be filled there's no excuse for that. And, you know, I'm still going to do it. It's just obviously we had like a seven month hiatus, time. but yeah. it's just the vision that I have. And I have so many people that believe in me. So it's just like when the time is when it's go time, like it's, it's go time. So that network, um, it's my heart because
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like That's to amazing. see other women that look like me and to know, like we can That's get to the amazing. other side. And I'm there right. with the flag like, yo, come on, ladies, let's go. All right.
0: Absolutely. No, I, I, I love it. And to to start to wrap this thing up, I think the last question I have for you is, um, do you did you ever have a mentor? Um, did you invest in any courses to help you like any education books? It seems like you were just super uh, busy and whatnot. Did you have time to do any of that? Or were you just you just jumped right into it and kind of learned as you went?
1: Um, I had a mentor like in 2015, um, but nothing that I, I didn't have anything during my start of entrepreneurship or anything. And I invested in myself by listening to a lot of different podcasts, reading a lot of books. Mm. Um, you know, one of the big one, I read a lot of, I can't even think of some of them, but I I could send you a list of books that I've read that I've taken a lot from. But one book that always stands out to me is, um, the four, the four agreements. Which oh, is yeah. like not to that because I like, I, yeah. a lot of people don't like it. I swear by that book because when I learned mm-hmm. to stop taking things personal, that's my favorite part of the book. When I learned to stop taking things personal, that elevated me in my life as a business owner, as a mother, as a partner, everything. So it's like mm. investing in myself in audiobooks and things. So like I'm constantly learning. You know, I try to get at least five hours of sleep every day. But the way mm-hmm. that my brain works and from when I initially started entrepreneurship, I was going like 18 to 20 hours a day. So there's times where I'll still wake up and I'll read and I'll listen to a lot of things. But it's just there's so much knowledge like on, you know, your phone that you can get. That's just what I do. Like I um, I don't I'm not really big on taking courses because I have built such strong relationships with a lot of people that are bigger than I am that have the things that I would one day want, that now I have those mentors. So I don't need mm. to to go out and buy those courses right. and have that education because the the greatest part about having a mentor is they get to teach you everything that you need to know that they learned mm-hmm. and that they didn't do right and that they did wrong and and that's the beauty about it. And building relationships is such an important part of business ownership and entrepreneurship. It will literally take you to that next like tax <clears> bracket. <throat> I'm not even kidding.
0: And absolutely Um, he he wants to get on the podcast. Um, yeah, just, just to wrap this thing up, you know, you have a super inspiring story. You know, I, I highly appreciate you jumping on this podcast and giving me your time. Um, shout out to all the moms out there, the single moms out there killing it. You know, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you know, we appreciate you guys and we definitely honor you guys out there. Um, one last thing, one Mm -hmm. last thing I always have my guests. Um, do is give one last piece of advice for the audience. It could be anything. It could be life-related, entrepreneurship, but one last piece of advice, and we can end it on that note.
1: Um, one piece of advice that I will give, um, and this resonates resonates the most with me because I'm going to give two pieces, and I'll make a click, but one piece because <laughs> it resonates with me is stop worrying about what other people think. I know it's so cliche, but when you get out of stop asking people to give you the okay for your business and whatever, like you will, you will prosper. Like you will win. You will get it because you don't got all the clouded. And second thing, focus on yourself. Like don't lose yourself trying to do everything. Don't lose yourself trying to beat everything to everyone in your industry. Don't do it. Like don't, burn yourself out for no reason, you know, keep purpose behind everything you're doing. And if you ever find or come to a point to where you feel like you're not working with intention, take a step back. It's okay. Like there is so much maturity and slowing down. Like you don't even understand, like you will, you will avoid so many crashes and so many reroutes if you slow down sometimes. And I think that with this pandemic, it made us slow down. And it made me realize mm-hmm. how important it was for those self care and taking care of myself.
0: Boom. I love it. I love it. Where can people find you? Where can people reach you at? I know you said you had a couple, um, you know, resources that people can purchase. You know, where can they get their hands on that? And everything that you mentioned, I'm definitely Mm going to leave it in the description of this podcast. Okay,
1: dope. Yeah. So I am Michelle Welch is my Instagram, Michelle Welch. You can find me on Facebook, Coach underscore Coach Michelle is on Twitter. Um, and I am michellewatch dot com. you can find I have a time management mastery course that goes over everything and it's literally me talking over everything and y'all know I could talk so you know it has a lot of good information but other than that, I mean follow me on social media. I try to drop as much gems as I possibly can and if you have any questions, like I'm an open book i mm-hmm. I love pouring into people, so I'm here for you guys like seriously, it's not an easy road, but I took mm. them L's for for all of us.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, <laughs> definitely appreciate your time. And I, on that note, it's your boy Chris, and I'll catch you guys next week. That's right. I have broussled with an alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning, thrown under Fast. Fast. Last night I cut the light off in my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark.